0: pft media
1: hey you guys hey it's peter and it is may 30th at around 20 to 5 in the afternoon i'm putting the finishing touches on episode 139 our interview with nick his last name is very hard to pronounce and if i try to i will blow it he pronounces it at the beginning of this episode, and uh, you can write it down or something. He is the host of a radio show and a podcast, both called To a Certain Degree. And I was on his uh, his podcast a couple, two or three months ago and had a good time, asked him to come on this because he's funny and he's smart and a, just a, a, a joy to talk to. Uh, I think his show is a little bit like ours, probably more organized, probably funnier, probably better. So I figured I'd have him in, and maybe some of his professionalism would would uh would kind of wipe off on me. And I had a pretty good pretty good time. I think you're going to enjoy it. Uh, a little couple of business things. Uh, let's see. First off, Orlando Weekly. The nominations are happening right now. They're going on until June. 10th so um, another week or so i'd love it if you went over to orlandoweekly.com and popped our name in as best local podcast we try to talk about orlando we try to talk about local people and what makes this town interesting and i think we do a pretty good job so i'd appreciate it if you did that i want to thank all the people who came out last thursday to our second official meetup it was at red light red light and it was a good time uh, met some new listeners some new friends Uh, Talked to some old listeners, some old friends, and uh, uh, hung out. We did some podcasting. We recorded some stuff, so you can listen to that in the future. We drank an adequate amount of beer. We ate some delicious food from Orlando Meats, and it was a good time. And we're going to do it all again at the end of June. I haven't nailed down a date yet, but I will give you uh, uh, kind of a a heads up. It's going to be at Orlando Meats. I believe it's going to be a brunch, and I believe it's going to be the last week in october but i'll announce it officially on our facebook group scotch and good conversation as soon as i find out and i will announce it uh next friday or next uh thursday on next Thursday show so stick around for that um buttons if you want a button if you want a sticker email us over at our our email address scotch and good conversation at gmail.com and i will get some in the mail to you uh, they're free so just send me your name and address. I'd love for you to wear one of my buttons and have a sticker or two of mine. And if you need a button, your button guy is the guy I use. And you can get at him on Instagram. Just uh, search your button guy and send, shoot him a message. And he's professional. He's inexpensive. He's local Orlando. He's good at what he does. And he's a nice dude. So um, if you need like a button for your band or your podcast or your business or something, we use him and we think you should too. Speaking of people we use and we love Red Light, Red Light, they are celebrating their 13th anniversary this weekend. They've been in town doing craft beer for 13 years. They're pretty much one of the originators, one of the, the very original bars slash people who who did craft beer in orlando and we love them and if you haven't been i think you will love them too and if you have been you know why they've been around for 13 years they are really good at what they do they brew the hell out of some beer they have 28 beers on tap they over have over 300 bottles and it's just a good laid back cool vibe pleasant surrounding it's kid friendly there's usually food trucks and and we love them and we're proud to have them as a sponsor go check them out they are at 2810 Kareen drive in the audubon park garden district we'll probably be up there this weekend so if you see me say hi i will buy you the cheapest beer on the menu and tell them you heard about them on scotch and good conversation that's it i love you um thank you for listening uh, if there's somebody in your life that you love tell them that it's important and then go outside and play and have a good time and take care of each other and love each other and uh, take care. Peace. Have fun. (laughs) Bye-bye. so much for checking out what i believe is episode 139 of scotch and good conversation we're coming to you from uh, beautiful orlando where it's raining right now and uh, we are in the Roseland studios and we are like a weekly hangouty interviewee excuse to afternoon drink podcast get together type thing here's what we do we find interesting people we have them come in we turn off our phones we turn off the computers and we have a conversation and hopefully it's a good time for us and hopefully it's something that you enjoy along the way if you dig this kind of thing go over to Scotch and good conversation at uh, scotts and good conversation dot com that's hard to say you can follow us on iTunes or uh, what are they calling it uh, Apple, Apple podcast we are on Stitcher we are on Spotify. We are on Google Play. We are on the PFT Media with a whole bunch of other really amazing podcasts. You can get involved. You can be part of the show. If you have a life problem, call us. We're two people who drink in a room in the afternoons. We probably have the answer. If you you, you just got a thing you want to get off your chest, if, you, if you're lonely, just just give me a call. 407-706-9523. That's 407-706. 706 9523. Just write it down someplace. Call me anytime you want. Any hour of the night, I won't answer. Uh, we're on Facebook. We have a Facebook group, Scotch and Good Conversationalist. We are on Instagram. We are on Twitter. Follow us on all those things. And we have a sponsor. Craft cocktails, your thing. Little Indies got you covered. Craft beer, your thing. Little Indies got you covered. Comfortable couches, friendly people behind the counters, a super cool, super laid back environment where you can have a conversation, but sometimes you can get up and dance to live music or some of the best DJs in Orlando. Little Indies has got you covered. Follow them on Facebook. Follow them on Instagram, follow them on Twitter to find out what they're doing, because they're doing something, usually seven nights a week, and they got happy hour seven nights a week. Little These is located at 1036 Mills Avenue, right next to Wills Pub. Go check them out and tell them you heard about them on Scotch and Good Conversation. And we have a guest. Let me turn up his mic. Nick, what's your last name? Jurgutiu. There was no fucking way I was gonna. To...
0: <laughs> yeah, no. Most people don't. Yeah, it's. I a... get a lot of
1: Nick G or Mister G or something along those lines. Mister uh, Nick, I I have a mildly hard last name, but it, it, yours just scares me. It, yeah, it, it's uh, it's Greek. It is Greek. Yes, of Greek origin. Yes, yes, I uh. I showed it to my wife because she's the smarter of the two of us. Uh-huh. And she said, there's no way you're going to pronounce that. Just <laughs> just let him. And, and at the end, I'm not going to pronounce it. And when I do the bumper on this show, when it comes out in a couple of weeks, I'll just say Nick. Nick is on. Nick G. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, you said you've listened, so you know what's going on. These are three things that I know about you fantastic uh the first thing that I, it's freaking me out you're on a new mic and it sounds much nicer than i'm used to it's like good lord he's in my ears i've just got a great voice okay i know you got i've a, got a face for radio and a voice for television which is that one of the reasons you're here uh you do have a face what well, you have a beautiful face and a, and a handsome beard but you're on the radio
0: mm-hmm. i am
1: you are on a wprk 91.5 the best in basement radio and the voice of Rollins College well, absolutely yeah. it is uh, and you were kind enough to have me on your show tell the kids about your show what do you do where do you do it when do you do it it's called to a certain degree
0: I do it every Monday morning from 7 to 9 and it's recorded so I can turn it into a podcast and unlike you I am NOT as disciplined so what I end up doing is needing that deadline of 7 a.m. every Monday to have a guest in and to prep and to do all those things because otherwise I'm not gonna do it. If I was just scheduling it, if I just had this amazing studio, like you have in my house, it would be covered in clothes that I didn't feel like hanging up.
1: It's But you are in the beautiful basement of Rollins College, yep. and, and you are incredibly organized. I got, when I was on, I was on uh, what did I write down? Episode 89, does that sound right? That sounds about right. Yeah, I was on episode 89, and uh, I got I got an email. I got an email for for information for me to, to supply for the show. You met me, you bought me a cup of coffee, we walked over to the studio at a god-awful early hour in the morning. It was very early, I appreciate you getting up that early? It's 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 that's not a sacrifice. People have real jobs, <laughs> you know. It's not like I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm going to battle for you or something. But uh, yeah, I'm not traditionally a morning person. If you you go back and listen to the episode, you can hear me wake up. I think I said uh, during the during You wake up during the episode. Yeah, yeah. you can hear me get like the the caffeine kicked in because before I I got to your place, I stopped at the Dunkin' Donuts and got an iced tea. Then you bought me an iced tea. Yeah. And I think it kicks in about 25 minutes into the episode. I become mildly alert and aware of what was going on.
0: I think what's funny is that it happens to a lot of people, but not for the same reasons. A lot of people come in and they're very hyped. They're very nervous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you put a microphone in front of most people and they're not going to know how to react they're not going to want to be there necessarily they get uh they get super anxious so what i do at the beginning is this 20 questions ish (laughs) Uh sort of thing and that warms people up a bit i love your show dude i
1: think what it did for you is wake you up i i I love your show it's fun i think we have sort of the same dry sarcastic sense of humor a little bit yep and i I, uh, I listened to it with my wife in the car and she said that was the best thing you've ever done and i was like i've done 125 <laughs> other things of my own it was one of the best things i've ever great. done yeah so great so thank you um you, uh, you started out on WUCF over at um, 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 UCF. You, thank you. I yes. Guess, yeah, yeah. Letters and words and locations yeah, are hard. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, you,
0: kind of started at the radio station there by accident, Okay. Ooh, uh, which is I, how I do a lot of the stuff that ends life. up becoming <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, really fun or really part of my life. Yeah. But I was over there. I transferred into UCF. And I wasn't sure what I was going to do. So I thought journalism. I like to write. I like to do that sort of thing and i had a professor that said and this was 95 96 so all the jobs child yes yes, uh, all the jobs in the u.s for journalism majors can be taken up by the graduating class of northwestern okay that's frightening so exactly now (laughs) i had already scheduled some time to go volunteer at the radio station because i thought that they had a newsroom and you could write news and occasionally read it and then i ended up. Just falling in love with it. Yeah, it's fun. So I volunteered there for a couple of years. I got hired. I did the late night shifts. I did a lot of stuff on the radio there. I got to learn about music for the first time because I was actually listening to a lot of music and choosing how to put it together. So doing playlists and trying to make sure, you know, learning how to
1: make things flow. Both those stations are among my favorite stations in yeah, they're in, both great. in Orlando. Uh, UCF is predominantly jazz. Or is it almost still almost
0: hundred percent jazz. Yeah,
1: which and, and they do it right. It's not like it's not like your your normal I, like my mom knows jazz. It's not uh, uh Herb Albert. Right. It's not Albert Kenny jazz. G. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. It's it, it,
0: something. It's yeah, somewhere out there.
1: It, it, it's uh it's true jazz and mm-hmm. they do a little classical and I think they do some sports or something along the line. But uh it, it's a little gem here in Orlando and, and uh uh, PRK is is my fo- my favorite local radio station. Yeah. Uh, do they have an antenna now? <laughs>
0: they are so close okay, to good. the lease. The last thing that uh, it's like getting snake bit or having some bad luck for, for whatever reason. Uh-huh. But the last thing was they ha- they're renting a transmitter for 18 months. So they're ready to go. The transmitter has to put one little thing on it so they can connect to our feed. And they found an eagle's nest, a bald eagle's oh,
1: nest. Oh, so they're just going to kick the eagles out. No, they no, can't. They can't kick the eagles it out. It turns Good. out
0: it's an osprey,
1: though. They can kick ospreys oh, okay. out. Okay, stupid osprey. Stupid yeah. osprey, stupid head. <laughs> um, and they're doing a studio remodel down there in the basement, too, are they? They are,
0: yes. Yeah, so we'll be in temporary space for a little while. We saw those first pictures of it. And then the, the new space, which will be done around this time next year looks
1: amazing. It, so it'll it, be a it, brand new space. It, it's so they're tearing down all that funky 1960s good vibes that are in the, the wood paneling. And yeah, the, the... yeah.
0: So it's actually funny because I'm going to try to pull down some of the shelves, some of the CD shelves, yeah. and cut them up and make some sort of mementos. You're out very of them. crafty, aren't you? I am something. <laughs> I'm very ambitious. And there was a, a couple years ago I decided not to say this is how I got into the... I think the uh, the show in the first place, I decided not to say no to anything for
1: a while. That's a good. that's a hell of you. Uh, 45, almost. But it's, that's, a, yeah. that makes, Lake interesting, you know? And, yeah. and, and if, if Unless you have to jump out of an airplane. It like, makes you very busy, too, yeah. yeah, and then you learn what you're good at, and mm-hmm. you learn what you're bad at, and it, it keeps you on your toes. Yeah. Which leads me to the next thing. You, you do something called brand knuckles. What, what is that? I, I know what it is. There's one right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, which, which you gave me when you, when you were kind enough of to have me on your show, a certain degree, on a, a 91.5 WPRK plug. Um, what is brand- how, tell many, to- how much is that per plug? Is it a quarter <laughs> oh, that I owe you? you? You can't afford it, kid. <laughs> uh, tell the kids what brand knuckles are, because I think they're kind of cool.
0: Yeah, so what I did was I joined a makerspace here in town named Factor. Uh, so Not just saying no street. to anything. Right. Yeah. And I thought I was going to do woodworking. I thought that I was going to get back to my roots of my family. I've come from a family of carpenters. Really? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, from back in Greece, man, like making churches and altars. Oh, and you, all Greek these carpenters. Crazy things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Trojan horses. Sure. All sorts of things. Boats. I think there's some, probably some boats. Probably a boat some boat or or boats two? in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So I interrupted. And they had some 3D printers and I didn't think anything of it. Like that's, I'm not sure what it is. I don't understand. Obviously you need some sort of engineering degree to yeah. use it. Yeah. It's lasers. Turns out it's super easy. Oh, okay. And so I was able to use it. So over, I think it was summer of 2017, one of the bits that I do on my show is called bad business
1: ideas. Which that they are truly horrible business ideas. They are ideas. terrible
0: business ideas. Putting
1: pudding, pudding. pudding.
0: And one of them was for your show, Pudding, pudding. That was your. That was idea, my bad business, which yes, I still
1: think it's a great. Still idea. should do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And I think we came to the conclusion that you're just going to put it in your hands and walk it, it, away. It was
1: an airport-only pudding store that Love only it. sold pudding, and it, it was it was environmentally friendly, so we didn't use any utensils. You got right. handfuls of pudding. Handful of pudding, one flavor. You're out. Yeah, I think I think if it was one flavor. I believe yeah. I like vanilla, so there would be yeah. nothing other than nothing. Anyway, other so that's no. an example of a bad business idea. So you're you're you now you're making brand knuckles which yeah, is a good so this
0: business was, idea uh, it, it could be so this was the idea that people need their brand on their fingers yes. like every small brand every small company needs to be a little more intimidating so this is a way to do that
1: yeah i think it is it scares so, me yeah
0: mm-hmm. so i do custom ones for people like i could do a scotch and then on the other hand, I could do conversation. Yeah. And then you just assume there's an "and good" in there somewhere.
1: I, I think we would always assume that the "good" is in lowercase. Yes, yeah, exactly. Because sometimes it's or not. Maybe so it's good. just "good" in lowercase. Some people don't get that. That I when I when I when I branded myself, it's the only branding I've ever done in my life. Mm-hmm. When I branded myself, the "good" is in parentheses and it's in lowercase. because I figured I just, is it I just I just would get drunk. Yeah. You know, I'm just getting drunk with my with my friends in a room. So the conversation would be good for us, but anybody who's listening would probably. Go, that's not very good at all. Uh, and, and if I wanted a brand knuckle, where could I get that thing?
0: Uh, you could go uh, to a website called, and I have to do it this way because of the URL, to a certain degree, okay. to a certain degree dot com. T- oh. and, and you can contact me. To
1: a certain degree dot com. So I always it's only lately that I understand twos. O O is also. T O O is also. OK, two is over there. Yep. And TWO is not one, not three, but the one in the middle. Right. Nailed right. it. Okay, you so it's T it. O a certain degree. That's correct. Okay. And, and contact me, there's a page
0: there of some examples and if you want something done. I've got like uh, five or six custom orders
1: going right now. Good for you. You're, yeah. you're, you're a little businessman. It's aren't you? fun.
0: I don't know how to charge for it. I have so much fun making them. Like <laughs> trying to do it, because the the satisfying part of it all is instead of like woodworking or something like that, yeah. where you're not sure what you're going to get at the end. Yeah. And if it's all going to work out and if it's going to look right, you 3D print. An hour later, it's done. <laughs> and if you don't like it, you just you put step it aside. On it. Yeah, you can. Yeah, I would. I've been melting the uh, broken ones down into oh. little plastic uh, puddles. It's kind of fun, too. Can you reuse the plastic puddles? You can't, but you could, uh, like, make coasters or something out of them. Sure, why not?
1: Yeah. I need coasters. We all and, need coasters. And, and uh, thing number three, if I know about you, and this was just random because I just did these notes, like, 25 minutes before you got here. Great. According to your Facebook, you found that 50% of gyms are trustworthy, sort. 35 of them are not trustworthy, and 15 of them are, are a bunch of scrolls stuffed inside of human clothing, pretending to be people. Please explain that.
0: Yeah, so this was, <laughs> you get those random texts from people. You have no idea where it's coming from. You know, you do the new phone, who this, uh, who dat. Uh, and, you know, this was a, a, a text that I got that was, hey, should I trust Jim? No. And so that's what I sent back was 50% of them trustworthy. 35% of them no chance. And then 15%. I just like this idea of a bunch of squirrels stuffed into clothes.
1: Pretending to be a Pretending gym. to be a human. Yeah, yeah. Of that, some kind. And, and uh, I see, I'm trying to think of gems. There's Jim from the office. He seemed very trustworthy. So that's one on the trustworthy side. Uh, Jim Morrison? Uh ooh. I feel like he could be trustworthy, but, but he's a, a bit of a trickster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to go squirrels on him. Okay. And uh, I think that's all the gems. Is there another Jim? Jim? Gym... No, that's pretty much it. Jim, 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 James, Jim, James, Jim, Jimmy, Jimmy Dean, Jim Dean, Jim, Jim Jimmy, James the Sausage. Dean. that's James Dean. I don't know. He, he seems tri- the sausage guy. I don't think it's really sausage. I feel like it's byproducts. Okay. He's so not to be trusted. He's not be,
0: a, there's the liar. There's the three right there. Okay. So I, we did, have did, the three did, archetypes did, of these, did, uh, did, did, these
1: examples. This, this was a theory you were just given to somebody you didn't know via text, yeah. who texted you, but I think we've they actually, they were very appreciative. Yeah. I, I noticed. I, I wonder <laughs> what happened. I should reach out and you say, should hey, reach out hey what happened with Jim how was that Jim's with channels? <laughs> do you have their number you should we should do it right now call them um, uh, these are three things your top three bands and I, I'm actually interested because you're a music guy and you play some cool music on a, a certain degree on uh, WPRK the best in the basement radio on Mondays uh, you are uh, uh, top three bands singer songwriters or performers at this point in your life there are no wrong answers quick go uh, Radiohead okay The kids love the Radiohead.
0: Yeah, they're still very... uh, You know, I'm getting into it again through my son, so listening it through his ears. He's he's very much a, a completionist, so he doesn't listen to a song from this and a song from that. He's listening to the entire album. Is he listening to
1: a whole record? Good for him.
0: 100%. And it's amazing Because I feel like his generation, you he, he said he's 14? He's 14. You would think that he's just going to go just in and hit, listen hits, to two songs and then make a decision. Good for right? him.
1: I feel like that's yeah. rare. Is he hanging out with a smart group, a smart group of, of children? Yeah, yeah. Probably taking
0: over somehow. Probably uh, controlling me. You're going to be okay. Because he'll take else. care of you.
1: I, I have Rosie to take care of me when I when I get older. She doesn't like anybody. Oh, you'll be fine. Yeah, I think my wife, yeah. she'll put me in a nursing home, I think at some, point maybe i don't know i, I I'm, I'm that's why i i work out is and i'm as buff as i am so i can stay young and healthy nice uh so radiohead david byrne okay i like that uh and probably cake okay uh, ever really seen like cake? cake
0: yeah i did you're a weird band right house blues they're pretty straightforward there's a couple of songs there that really uh spoke to me i think the uh, there was one called guitar especially that okay. really spoke to me. Yeah, Pretending so, like I
1: know, but I don't, Well, what he yeah. talks
0: about in this song is, okay, so would I be happier? I, I'm playing my guitar. I'm waiting for somebody. I'm waiting for something to happen. Uh huh. Would I be happier if I just chucked it out the window and forgot about the creative part of my life and just went out and did the other stuff maybe that made me happier? Oh, I like Rather that. than trying to create, and you always have this sort of you know the, I, I never know if I'm doing it right I yeah. never know if it's good it's complicated I never making yeah. something yeah
1: yeah yeah I, I get that so what's that called the, the guitar the guitar, guitar yeah, yeah I, I was thinking Guitar Man by David Gates and Bread yep yeah um I, I saw Cake once. It, my wife dragged me to see No Doubt in the 90s because that's what girls did in the 90s. That's all they did. Yeah. and I, I, Guys, if you don't remember the 90s, that's all it was, was, <laughs> was girls no, dragging guys to, to see, No Doubt. But I got to see uh, the Vandals, which was really cool. And Cake opened up for them and I was aware of them because this was like 92 or so and that's when, yeah. uh, like the distance and what yeah, was the, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, the, the cover of... Uh, Rock and Roll Lifestyle. Uh, and, I, I, uh, will, I Will Survive. survive. Yeah. Yep. But uh, nobody else apparently knew who they were and someone was throwing ice at the lead singer. And he, he took his guitar off and he put it gently down on stage and he said, this is how little I care. And he walked off the stage <laughs> and uh, you could see that everybody else at the man just kind of like, what do we do? This is kind of important. And about 10 minutes went and everybody just stood there. Like it was just really super awkward. That's great. And uh, he came back on. He said, look, it hurts to have ice thrown at you. <laughs> you know, I, I just want, kind of a speech. I just want to make art for you people. Can you please just i know you want to see no doubt i know we're not important to you but can you please just be nice and i'll finish the set and everybody will be happy and they finished they were great and, and uh but and I, I, I like that that's that's it was just such a fuck you it was just such yeah a, it was just so you know i i'm up here for me i'm not up here for you yeah which which i like uh did you give me three okay i think that was three Kate, cake david byrne and, uh, and the Radio Radiohead. Head. It was Radiohead. Yeah. Radiohead. Sure. Is that how you say it? Mm-hmm. Okay. that's interesting because didn't Radiohead get their name from a Talking Heads song? I believe so. I believe so also. Yeah. Uh, books, you strike me as a reader, but you read a lot, don't you?
0: Yeah, I have a stack of them and I can't remember the names of them, but I'll tell you about where I got them because oh. it's the same trip that I got this beer. Okay, good. So you just recently got a, st- a stack of books. I recently got a stack of books because <laughs> what I did was I had a friend coming in town. Your and he- life's
1: really coming up great lately isn't it's it not bad <laughs> got it's beer not bad. And books and
0: so i went out to tampa to visit him he's been from alaska he works at the university of alaska and the press over there which is putting out some incredible books and there's this conference in tampa it was in tampa this year it's in different places every year mm-hmm. called the american uh writing and writing program conference something like that i AWP. feel like you're making that up it might be it okay. was awp or okay. something like that all right But basically, all a bunch of specialty presses and university presses get together and have a conference, but then they also have a uh, basically a, a book fair.
1: Oh, yeah, I love the fair.
0: 800. Tables of books. That's
1: too many tables. And
0: nobody was trying to push it on you. It was like we're just proud of our stuff and we want to talk about it. That's cool. So I kind of snuck in. Yeah. yeah. AWP, if you're listening, I apologize. I'll pay next year. You stole books, basically. I did not. I paid for all the books that I bought. But I spent like six hours there. Just walking around, talking to people about their books, talking to authors. That
1: sounds great. And then Just we you went to some readings. Yeah. Oh, it,
0: was, it was you and the, well, your friend. My friend was yeah, working. Yeah. He had to work it because okay. he had a table there. Uh, then we went around Tampa. There were a couple of readings going on. We went to this brewery uh we went to the meadery we tried some mead it that was that a f-
1: fantastic trip books and mead and beer and friends It's sounds wonderful. perfect all right wonderful we'll let you so slide. i got that stack of books i need to read them okay so I, I, we'll let we'll, you slide on that i'll come back to people you hate on that the one. books question it makes people really get like crazy uh top three films no sliding on this one did you go to a film thing and watch three films
0: if I, oh, recently? No, just, just. Well, the, let me tell yeah. you, I drove down to, no, just kidding.
1: <laughs> yeah, three films, you've uh, seen three in your life, go yes. quick. The Usual Suspects. Okay, that's a good one with um Kevin Spacey and uh, a bunch of other people.
0: Yeah, and you have to, like, I don't know what we're supposed to do with the old Kevin Spacey movies at this point, since. I feel like, we're a, a, I feel like we can still like him. I mean, he, he, yeah. apparently
1: he is kind of a dick bag. Yeah. Um, but I feel like I'll always like Seven. Um, You owe me two more, I think. What was the first one? I don't remember. Usual Suspects. Oh, yeah, I like that one. Empire Strikes Back. Okay, good. Uh, Harold and Maude, Um, from a comedy standpoint. I think I, I... I've got a poster of that in my spare bedroom. I'd show you, but my, but my friends staying in the spare bedroom. We're not yeah. allowed in that room right now. I don't know how to feel about that. It's uh, what's that? 1968. Does that sound right?
0: Uh, maybe a little bit more recent than that, maybe. But right to, around there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, Sixty-eight
1: like, to seventy-two. I think that might be the dark, or, dark comedy, the, the original hipster film. I guess maybe not, because I feel like Woody Allen would be the original hipster film. Right. Uh, do we like him? We don't like him either. Do we? We. John, again how do
0: you look at it as he does make some pretty versus, films yeah
1: I, I just recently watched that one where uh, what can you, you separate the art from the artist where uh who's, who's the, the guy with the bent nose uh, Owen Wilson Owen Wilson was in Paris like I watched oh, that yeah, again yeah, yeah. that was pretty uh you were assigned a task to come at me with three questions. I do have three questions This for is you. the point where you ask me the first of the three and only that one right now, please, young man. Just that one? Okay,
0: when was the last time? So a lot of this is going to be revolve around uh, you outside of the podcast, Okay, right? good. outside that... of Scotch and Good Conversation. Thank you. When was the last time you really felt imposter syndrome? and Explain. not just uh, okay so imposter syndrome is not just feeling out of place like yeah. hey i'm wearing a tuxedo because i have to go to this event prom yeah it is yeah. like i'm somewhere and i'm just waiting for somebody to leap out and say you don't belong here and i would
1: totally believe them <laughs> every day of my life um, um job interviews uh, give me let me let me think oh, that's a good one because i want to really really nail this one uh, uh my mom makes me go to church a lot when when I uh, go visit her. and I'm I used to be religious, but not so much anymore. So I go and I know all the movements and I know the songs and I know when when to pray, and I know the, the Nicene Creed and, and I know I know it all, but but I don't necessarily am following the storyline as much as I used to. So I feel like at some point someone's going to call me out on it. Yeah. And I'm going to have to defend my, my you know, my, my belief now. Uh, that That's the one that comes to mind. Um, I, I mean, as far outside the podcast, I, I've reached a point in my life where I'm good just going forward. Like, I, I wherever I go, I feel like I belong there because I'm putting myself in that position. Sure. So very rarely now, as I get older and a little more confident with myself, am I too terribly uncomfortable? one of the reasons I started the podcast was I felt like I was kind of in this weird low where i I just nothing really was exciting me anymore i was like kind of just same thing over and over and over again yeah you got in a rut never getting out of my comfort zone and this is out of my comfort zone i mean i know you we've met we've talked we've hung out but a lot of times when people sit down on the couch i i I don't know them from adam i know i know that my dog barked at them for 10 minutes before we came in i asked them if they had to pee pee before they sat on the blue couch and that's about as much as i know and to to sit down and have a conversation an hour-long conversation with somebody you don't know can be terrifying and it's Still is a little bit. You do it from time to time, I and mean, it's. Do you get nervous before your show a certain degree on WPRK?
0: <laughs>
1: Plug. That's another quarter. Ting. Yeah. I.
0: I don't just because I over prepare. So yeah, yeah. I have the benefit of having I totally under prepare I have the benefit of having a very set time frame. Yeah, yeah. I always have music queued up, so I know that if for whatever reason we run out of stuff to talk about, or I take it down a bad path, right? Like we may go somewhere where I love it down, they don't. Then, they don't want to talk about it, or. Maybe there's nothing really to say. Yeah. Like, I'm always curious about people's creative processes, right? Uh-huh. And sometimes they don't have anything that they feel like is really earth-shattering or groundbreaking. So they just talk about the usual stuff. Yeah. And so sometimes it kind of peters out on its own. I can, I can go over to music and then we can reset and do that. So you have, a, I feel like, a much harder task in terms of keeping the conversation going I
1: fucking love it like, yeah. I, I really do it, it, I, I sometimes when when the conversation is going south it's my favorite like for instance I'm aware it's warm in here uh, but I think it's funny sometimes, especially at the beginning when I wouldn't tell people that... that it, I mean, I, I cranked the air down. Like, I, the air is down. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But it just... Warmed. There's there's mixing board. There's computers. Well, there's... I mean, you have a yeah. live audience. Sure, So you have live all audience, these people in here. are so good about being quiet. <laughs> <laughs> the band, the hangers on. That's honors. really amazing. Yeah, yeah. my staff. But uh, uh, it gets warm in here, and I, I think that's a little bit funny. And I've said this on the podcast before. I think it's funny that Rosie barks. You know, most people are cool, but some people throws them off. And then they sit down after having a terrifying scary dog bark at you for 10 yeah. minutes. And then have a conversation and act like that didn't affect you. I think it's funny. It's it's, it's all just kind of this, this joke on me. So I guess maybe I enjoy putting people in that position now that I've decided that I'd, I, I have not been in that position for a while to answer your question
0: well look you, i mean you have to make people uncomfortable in an interview to an extent <laughs> otherwise it's just to. a it's well just not, it's not the polite want,
1: thing to do <laughs> if
0: you want a good interview if you have somebody who are like for example the late night tv shows are, yeah, yeah. Are, are wonderful and they all do really good stuff but for the most part they know all the questions and answers and, and, ahead of time, I, I hate that Everything's been yeah. prepped to the nth degree. Yep. So what's the what's the interesting part in that? But what we do is not, <laughs> which, it's not rehearsed, it's not anything. But that's why I listener, like the show, dude. Like But it, from a yeah. listener's perspective, what you're doing is you're you're in a way being a part of that conversation just by listening.
1: Yeah. And I, so I,
0: if you I, like the two people, if for whatever reason you don't like my voice, you don't like my point of view. You can shut it off. You can go to the next episode. Absolutely. Or listen to something else. There, there's a bunch there, yeah. of there's,
1: there's lots of other things going on. I think that's why I like your show, because it's not a traditional interview. It's, right. And a lot of it is the kind of questions that you and I ask. It's structured so that the listener can go, oh, yeah, that's how I feel. That that Those right. fir- those first three questions, I know they're ridiculous. That, you know, top three bands, top three books, top three movies. They're the ones that everybody asks. But everybody has a very, very strong opinion on each and every one of those things.
0: So let me ask you this, because and this is not one of my three questions, but when you started the podcast as opposed to now, mm-hmm. who is it for? Is it for somebody? who Who is it for when you started it, and is it for somebody different it's, now?
1: It's the most selfish thing I've ever done. Yeah, it's just for me. Just for you. It, it's totally for yep. me. And, and at first, again, if you've if you've been listening from the get go, I'm sorry if I tell the same story over and again. It was a reaction to my dogs dying, and I needed something to keep me occupied to keep me from crying and it was an advertisement for my business because i was my own sponsor bama bama vintage was my my business i sponsored my own podcast it was a way to advertise for myself Mm -hmm. Uh, but it was also a way for me to talk to my friends because i hadn't done it in a long time and meet new people and now uh while bama bama vintage is a thing it's not nearly the thing it was and this is my job now And, and and i mean i have sponsors but i'm not getting rich at all by any stretch of the imagination the podcast pays for itself but that's that's about as much money as i'm making people don't understand that that podcasting costs money like and not only money but it's time like there's and you oh, know you can the there's amount of, value to that yeah the absolutely. amount of prep time that goes into i mean how many hours do you spend on interviews I mean, it's got to be a while
0: I, I don't even want to think about it yeah sometimes. you know yeah. but
1: it, but it's uh it's something i love and, and it, it's it's totally for me every time i sit down i Do you get this at the end of like a particularly good show? You walk and you're in a really good mood and you kind of kind of high for the rest of the afternoon? Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, good. 100%. Especially when I'm going back to edit it. And so what I do is I edit it into two versions. An hour and a half is usually how long we go. And then I'll try to do a 30-minute version. Yeah, yeah. And when I can't pick, it's hard for me to pick the stuff to
1: condense it down into a 30-minute version. That's a sign of
0: a good one. I'm like, this is amazing. I love this. good, good, good. Yeah.
1: I'm going to ask you some questions. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. right. Um, you and your friend uh, are victims of kidnapping. I'm sorry. The kidnapper tells you that one of you can go free, but you and you alone have to make the choice. Who goes free and what is your reasoning?
0: Uh, my friend always goes free. I couldn't go free.
1: I couldn't. What a good guy you are. Yeah. I couldn't live with myself after that. Yeah. What a, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, I, I don't know where I'd go with that one. I, I guess I, I think I'd do the same thing. Yeah, but what if what if it's one of those terrible kidnappers? Those cut your pinkies off, cut an ear off. Or kidnappers. it's a friend
0: you don't really like all that much.
1: It's true. I've got you know? friends who I don't like. I pretend yeah. like I like hey, them. Hey, you're... Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm going to have to go. I'll you're come back great, and get you, buddy. But... I'll come back. And then you just just go to Smokey Bones. No, you don't go there. You go to pick Floyd's. You go to Pick Floyd's. You definitely go to pick Floyd's. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: You're definitely treating yourself for being free from a kidnapper. It's true.
1: After kidnapping, I feel like pig would be delicious. Get that full rack. Well, I mean, okay. Yeah. First of all, everything's going to be delicious. I You're going right? to have a new lease on
0: life. I know. You're going to appreciate things. Now I'm going to change my answer. I okay. get free. Okay, good. Because go. all of a sudden, I'm enjoying life more. It's true. Because my friend would feel guilty. And, and your friend should have spoke up it should have said something yeah you know it's just hey, hey it probably
1: is the reason we got kidnapped in the first place i'll your, be honest your with friends you. are slackers except me i'm your friend uh yep. question number two uh and I, I saw this in a news article after my research monkeys gave me this uh they give me like a cheats on on my questions sure. and stuff sure uh, should girl scouts be allowed to sell cookies outside marijuana dispensaries because it seems like a genius place to sell Girl Scout cookies.
0: Yeah, and I'll I'll tell you why. Because I feel like that's the place where people are thinking ahead. Because I, if you think about the the dispensary, they're not high at that point. They don't necessarily have the munchies at that point. Have you ever been to Colorado? I have not. I'm I'm making a lot of assumptions. I'm thinking of the place over on, um, uh, what is it over
1: there in the Virginia-Ivanhoe area? Knox? Yes. Yes, Knox. And uh, I don't know how I know about that, but it's Knox. Sure. Just know about it. Yeah.
0: I I just don't know that people are coming out of there quite the, uh, I have to have a bag of Doritos and a pizza right now. But. But I know I'm
1: going to need something later. I would enjoy some Thin Mints. So why not? Yeah. I, I think they should be allowed, it, and, and I, I think this, the article that I read was that some people weren't allowing them to do that. But I, I, if I was coming out of a marijuana dispenser, which I would never do, I, I would much rather see a Girl Scout than if I'm coming out of Publix. Yeah. yeah and if you're if you're listening I someplace like else Publix is our, our quality supermarket chain here in. incredible supermarket chain yeah they're so friendly there I Dude, wish they would stop really being nice. so yeah. friendly when I ask for something you don't have to walk me over to the hot sauce I section that.
0: I just did that the other day I'm like and the guy had a limp
1: yeah I'm like, please don't walk <laughs> me anywhere <laughs> and and the other thing is, if you see, what I do is just to avoid the walkover because I don't want to spend that much time with people. I'll go to the customer. I'll walk wherever I'm, I'm in the frozen foods. go across the store to walk to the customer service desk because they won't walk you from the customer oh, service so desk. Oh, so you just
0: ask them there and they say aisle seven and you're done.
1: Three three quarters of the way down, two, two rows down, left-hand side to the right, of the condoms, that's where you find the hot sauce. Which yeah. they shouldn't put them there. It's really a poor placement. It, it's just, it's just. I feel like at some point something is going to go wrong. Uh, if it hasn't already. Question number three for you. If it mm-hmm. hasn't already. If you could go back in time to your own birth and change something about yourself through genetic modification, what would it be? so i was born in montreal i would not change that i think we might be the biggest canadian podcast like a uh, uh, canadian guest here in town really yeah yeah i'm hold on i'm gonna put that back on the floor uh Celine from valhar has been on okay Fayez Kara, the food critic's been on oh he's from canada and now you Great. Thanks. (laughs) I'm pretty sure. You need Kristen
0: Maneri from Orlando Date Guide. Okay. She needs to come on. She's Canadian. You guys are taking over Florida, aren't you? Pretty much. I mean, it's too cold up there in the winter. Yeah. Uh, So I was born and it was a French hospital and they called me Le Petit Noir because I was covered in hair. Oh, wow. The, the so little hairy one? The little uh, little blacky. <laughs>
1: that's, that's, I don't know how to feel I about that
0: covered all. from head to toe. You seem like a hairy dude. In hair. Yeah, yeah. And that might be something that I adjust. Yeah, I, I feel like that. I just maybe get rid of some of the back stuff. I don't mind the chest hair.
1: Chest it's, it's, hair plays. It's very Magnum PI kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
0: I've had my share of Brazilians over the course of time. I can live with that. Sure. <laughs> but the back hair, and I've tried, I, uh, so my mom is an esthetician. She's over okay. Norman Beach. Good for her. Plug for her. Yeah, yeah. And I, I was like, you know, mom, I have these sort of pubic-y patches on the back of my arms. Did you Kay. say pubic-y to your mom? Pubic-y, I would Yes.
1: Never say pubic-y to my
0: mom. I don't know that I said pubic-y okay. to my mom. Yeah, yeah. But I said I have these patches of hair. To everyone else, I would describe them, just for the listener at home. pubic pubic Except your mom. Uh, can you do something about that? She's like, yeah, and have you had laser hair removal?
1: I've never done it, I'm a man.
0: It's a little bit like, <laughs> so there, it's just done in squares. Yeah. And So your uh, mom shot you with lasers? Shot me with lasers, and it's like having a rubber band plucked yeah. onto your skin, like pretty hard. Let me see your arm uh you want to see the pubic kind of it, it kind of grew back
1: yo no it totally did you got ripped off
0: you have to your do mom's laser. a terrible no, i'm sure she's a very good you player. have just, to do laser, laser Lape- a number
1: of times La, 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 or also whatever. Yeah, t- i am
0: part werewolf okay apparently oh well half squatch i think is what we came up with on the show one time so she's like you know while i'm back here do you want to do the
1: rest of your back no, the answer is always no when oh, your I mom went, wants yes. to laser your back. I went yes. <laughs> oh, okay, wow. So, what was great about it what was What a great relationship with your mommy. There were two things that were great. Mm-hmm.
0: Is from the back, if I w- was naked, yeah. it looked like I was wearing hair pants. Oh. <laughs> because there was no hair on my back up until my waist. <laughs> Take your pants off. And then from off. my waist go down, okay. all hair. Okay. <laughs> and then the other thing that happened was it started hurting. So, the next day I went back to it. They are go, lasers. Mom, this really hurts. She's like, it sucks. I, it, I had it set too high. Why do you hate me, mommy? (laughs) I had it set too high. Do you think she
1: did? Were you a dick as a kid?
0: I, you know, I reminded her of my dad. And I think that's what, because I look very much like my dad. Okay. Hairy dude. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hairy dude. (laughs) She's a freckled redhead. Okay. And so uh, there was a lot of stuff that I think that she took out on me that she couldn't take out on my dad
1: so it's so and did the hair in your back grow back it did yeah you got ripped off you told totally... me no no you gotta go like 10 times for laser to do its permanent thing because my, my wife may or may not had some laser on on parts of her body mm-hmm. and it's beautiful it's perfect i love it and it's gone forever it's 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 been gone for a
0: couple years it's pretty cool i i don't know what to say i have some what? so what i was concerned about is if the laser was so high was that I was going to have Hulk-level hairs. I, I feel like... Like the diameter of, you I know, a like quarter coming
1: out. The more, the higher, the, the less hair. I, I feel like you just need to revisit your mom. You're going to get a second setting with your mom?
0: Oh, no. This was years ago. <laughs> okay. This was over 10 years ago. <laughs> I don't know. There's no chance I'm going back. It's really strange to have that your mom
1: lay laser. <laughs> 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 yeah. I guess she probably, at some point, probably wiped be, your behind. It would so, be weirder it, if she did my bikini line. Yeah. Did you have the, that done? Not with her. Okay. Not <laughs> <So>. with her. So... <laughs> My Brazilians are a completely separate situation. (laughs) Um, That threw me off. Uh, (laughs) Your second question, please, young man, to me. Please, sir. Thank you. So there's this concept. uh, It
0: is essentially a bad business idea, and I Uh, wanted to see what you thought about it. I like it already. It is called Cluster Trucks, which it's already got a great name. Oh, that's all you need. Why did we discuss that? Uh, they were just opening up in Atlanta when I read about them. So this was about a month and a half, two months ago. Uh huh. And the idea stuff. is they have a centralized kitchen. Okay. And you can't go there. There's no storefront. You can't pick up your food there. They only deliver. But what you do is there's an app. And essentially what you're able to do is... Uh, go and order, and it looks like you're ordering from a food truck when, in reality, you're just ordering from essentially a restaurant. Okay. I wanted to see what you thought about that because I love the name, and I almost think it's a bad business idea. Because when I do bad business ideas, they are terrible, P- pudding, terrible pudding, ideas. Pudding,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I I think it's with the hipness. The kids, cause the kids love a, a food truck. Sure and i know like if if you you have to go down to disney or with universal or whatever there's this little food truck pod there but it's nothing but it's fake food trucks it's fake like food glued trucks yeah, the yeah, ground yeah. the children yeah, love, love a food truck so if, if 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 somebody can trick you into thinking you were being so cool to order from a food truck and you said it's delivery yeah, do they just deliver. I say more power to them. And it's not on a food truck when they deliver. It's yeah. more like Uber Eats or something like that brings it to you. I, so I say more power to them. I think that's a pretty good idea. I mean, I don't know how long it's going to last. I don't know if I want to be cooking in a food truck, like a mobile. I think part of the fun of being in a food truck, like if I was in a food truck, would be to go other places. Right, be able to drive around and hang out. So they're just kind of stuck someplace in a, a six by eight. Oh, no, it's a yeah. big
0: industrial sized kitchen because they're pretending to be like six or seven different food trucks. So this is just a building painted like food trucks. No, this is just a building like you don't even see what it is from the outside. Oh. It's just on the app and on the website. Oh, it so appears to be a food truck. They're
1: liars. They're 100% liars. <laughs> they're just filthy, filthy fibers. Yes. <laughs> oh, then uh, you turn me around on this. <laughs> I, I, I don't want my food made by liars. I'm so mad that I didn't come up with this idea. I'll be honest with you. I mean, you. It's, it's really brilliant, good for yeah. them. But, uh, and I think they really are playing on the hipster crowd, uh, but uh, they are just filthy, dirty fibbers. 100%. <laughs> I love it. Um, here's a commercial right here. Emeril Lagazzi stopped at La Femme du Fromage when he was in town a couple of years ago. And you should too. Why? Because they are Orlando's Cheese Shop. Handmade cheeses from around the world. Beer, wine, some of the most amazing sandwiches that you will ever have in your life are there. All being made and all being served by some of the most friendly and knowledgeable people you will find anywhere. Go in, check them out. Ask them questions, look at the beautiful displays in the case, and leave happy. La Femme du Fromage is located in the East End Market at 3201 Kareem Drive. Go in there today and tell them you heard about them on Scotch and Good Conversation. Question number four for you. Describe the physical being of being in love. The physical, the physical feeling, the feeling of being in love.
0: You know, it's a little bit like the creative process. There's this anxiety if you're saying the right thing, if you're doing the right thing, and the thrill of it, the, the satisfaction when you're in love and you realize that hopefully some the other person is as well,
1: yeah, it's a scary part, isn't it?
0: it's it's horrible,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like this shifting sand under your feet as you're pushing the
1: rock up. <laughs> It's horrible, but it's just it's the best kind of horrible. And and I I love my wife. I she's my absolute best. friend. She listens to this, right? I no, not all the time. I'm, no, yeah, it's it's. But uh, you still have you're still obligated to say that. In yeah, case but but does. I honestly do love my wife. She, she's she's <laughs> she's really cool, and and I'm a better person because of her. But uh, I, I think I take that for granted sometimes, and I I kind of miss the those first couple weeks of love. Even the month, even the first year we've been together for twelve years, you know, and every morning I'm I'm stoked that she's still there. But uh, that that first couple months of love, when when you're you're on it's oh everything's easy and, wonderful, yeah, and, and all you want to do is spend time together, yeah, and and, and, and uh, I that, but but I also like the the comfort of love now, to know that that sometimes she'll call me in the afternoon, and I'm not expecting a phone call, and I just I, it makes me happy to see her her name on the phone. Mm-hmm. And she'll call me just to see how I'm doing, or she'll text me something, you know, I love you, which which is great, and I love that too. But it, you know, you get that like maybe this is better, but then you when you start like now I'm thinking about it because I was just kind of like melancholy for that beginning love, yeah. And now I now I kind of want to go. Text. My, I'm going to call my wife right now. No, I uh, let's I, call her. Yeah, you know what I say is I should, but I know it's the problem with her is she's probably working right now. Yeah, because she is, she's in a medical field. I it, it really is the best, and, and I can honestly say I've been in love a couple times, which is nice too. And even the people who I've been in love with, I'm still friends with even before Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like of my major girlfriends. Well, I guess I've had three major, and I married one of them. Uh, one of them was at my wedding and I was at her and I was at both their weddings. So, you know, we 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 ended it on a on a good note. You know, what's with, the secret to doing that? How did you do that? Um, well, they did both, you fake your own death and then came back <laughs> later and said, oh, well, <laughs> not dead. They both broke up with me. Oh, OK. Well, so maybe probably... am I the enlightened one? I think I am yeah. the enlightened yeah, yeah, one. Yeah. 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 Uh, um, the way i looked at it was i mean yes i love them and then probably on some level i still do love them but but i i I look at life as as a road where if you let it go where you need it to it needs you to go within reason i mean it's cancer stuff Mm -hmm. sucks but for the most part life will take you where you needed to go and that girl one eventually led me to girl two who led me to my wife so how can I be mad at them? You know, they they let me go because there was something lacking in me at that time. And I found myself and moved on and moved on and moved on. Mm-hmm. And, and we always, you know, they didn't do anything wrong to me. They just, we weren't meant to be together anymore. Right. And I, I, was I sad? Absolutely. You know, it, it shattered me. The second one shattered me. And uh, I was dateless for a long time because I was just a mess. Mm-hmm. But eventually I I, I I came to the idea that that, that one There was no going. You know, once she said no, it's like, well, I'm not going to waste my time trying to win her back. Obviously, obviously, no is no. Do that, yeah, yeah. So it took me a long time to figure out who I was and found my wife. Uh, but but I, I like the idea the the idea of love makes me happy still and even seeing love is nice even are you, are you if you see love on like a like a particularly cheesy movie do you get all misty because I do
0: oh oh one hundred percent like I could walk like watch like a about a boy or love actually <laughs> saying, like a million times yeah, yeah. Hugh
1: Grant twenty seven <laughs> dresses not so much I don't know if I've seen that one Catherine uh, Heigl <laughs> oh yeah see I, the Catherine Heigl vehicle I think we call it a joint we call it t- two thousand three t- t- Catherine Heigl joint I know. While my dog is barking at um question number five for you and this is kind of along the same lines as love are you in tune with your senses and, and tell me about like like each one of these do you walk barefoot in the grass yes do you enjoy it oh 100 i would rather be barefoot or at the most flip-flops okay see i i, I hate a flip-flop hate... I, you hate I, one flip-flop? Is that, is that the, because if no, you're that. just wearing one flip-flop, it's really uneven? You have to hop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a flip-hop. Oh, I, I, I hate a flip-hop. I don't... I, I think it's the... the I, I don't like the flip... I like the flip part. I don't like the you flop part.
0: You don't like it when it's hitting you because you have, like, some s issues m issues you're trying to work <laughs> yeah. out. Just walking around the border. Yeah. I grew up in Daytona Beach, so after I was born in Montreal, you, I... You went to the complete opposite of Montreal. When I, when I was a month old, they moved down. Wow, okay. And so, like... I could run if I could run a marathon. I would
1: run it in flip flops because oh, that's, that's how I grew up. You would lose unless you were really good at running in. Flip-flops. I don't know that it's always a race okay. in the
0: marathon. Yeah,
1: I guess so. I, yep. I see me. I want to win everything. That's, yeah, no. You, that's you can why. tell by how competitive I am. I are so being competitive <laughs> right now. <laughs> do, you, do you like water drenching down every pore as you dive into the ocean? I don't write these.
0: If. Every
1: pour? Every single pore, All the (laughs) pores. I
0: do like the ocean. I do like to go to the beach on occasion. Not often, but uh, yes.
1: Does your mouth tingle as you anticipate the bite of a delicious dish? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I
0: do get some tingle mouth. Uh, (laughs) Tingle mouth is a good name for a bad band. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Welcome, everybody. We love tingle
1: mouth. Tingle mouth. (laughs) Uh, How does your heart react to the sound of Beethoven's Ninth Symphony?
0: uh I, I can get into like a motivating kind of i start to get a little adrenaline i start to get you know certain songs certain things yeah yeah the eye uh, of the tiger some of the classical music canadian one you know what nailed it i'm not a big fan of 80s music but <laughs> 80s music in general but can survivor? do that to me oh, okay yeah survivor
1: of course <laughs> sure the eye of the tiger why not and canadian like i said Um uh, what was it, 970 does your nose quiver the scent of marigolds on the hottest summer day you know, I house
0: sat for about six months at a friend's house and he had two cats that peed everywhere. OK, that's bad. And I think I'm nose dead now. OK, yeah, that's it's yucky. So it has to be pretty prevalent for me
1: to be able to smell it at this point. OK, uh, this is an email and we got ourselves a sponsor for emails. And if you're local, even if you're not local, if you're coming into Orlando, here's what you need to do. You need to go over to the Nook on Robinson. Mm-hmm. They are it's quaint it's it's i wouldn't call it small i'd call it quaint there's there's probably about six uh the tables and chairs and there's probably there's about, a bar area yeah.
0: have you been to the nook oh it's right around the corner from my house oh, I yeah love there, it. There, there's yeah.
1: A, there's about uh, about four four uh, bar stools maybe five bar stools and there's a lot of like knickknacks and and uh, weird stuff on the walls and local art and there's there's plants hanging and everything in there is local the beers are local the wine is local they have kombucha that's local local teas local coffees they make snacks they they can make you breakfast they open at 11 in the morning and you can go in there and get breakfast and it's all locally done and it's all amazing and they're our friends both danny and matt the owners have been on the podcast and uh, they are sponsoring our email segment now so go over and visit them they're at uh 2432 East Robinson and tell them you heard about them on Scotch and Good Conversation. The the title of this email it says uh Do you get attached to inanimate inadam- inanimate how do you get attached to inanimate household items? And it says greetings, conversationers, and hello, Rosie. You hear that baby? Hey she, Rosie. She doesn't care. Uh is it <laughs> There she goes. It says this may sound stupid. But I'm getting a new gas stove and I feel sad about getting rid of my old faithful electric stove. Some of this is definitely environmental environmental, and I'm looking to donate it somewhere rather than have it go into a landfill. Good for you guys. Uh, But I I also hate changing my environment and somehow I'm sad about getting rid of it. The whole kitchen is getting remodeled. So I know it's got to go, but I'm still sad. And then it says, am I crazy? It says, thanks, Sarah. So thank you, Sarah. Uh, thank you for writing in. So, Sarah's getting a new stole. She's switching from uh, electric to gas. Good. Good. Good for her. Fancy setup. Uh,
0: One bigger than that, I don't think it's necessarily, it's great that it's more environmental yeah, yeah. And it's going to be an evener cooking mm-hmm. environment and all that. But it is this thing that you know that you've been through dinner parties and war with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now you're getting rid of it and you're now getting in somebody you don't know at all.
1: Yeah. Right? It's like so new is it a relationship? Yeah, it's exactly it gonna like work that. Yeah.
0: But you know what? That relationship wasn't working. It's it's dated. Yep right you I have so. to you, be open to these new relationships you're sarah. stepping
1: up sarah i feel like i'm guessing just by your email that you care about things it's an environmental thing so you're you're stepping up to gas and mm-hmm. i'm i'm guessing you're sarah you sound like you're a cook to me you sound like you, you yeah you, why you, else would you do that yeah Ooh, you enjoy cooking yeah so so look at it is someone else is going to get to enjoy your stove and you can go visit them <laughs> have them make you a cake let's all go over to sarah's <laughs> house sarah, sarah's house is sarah's Old stove's friend's house. I think that's what we're looking for. Um, so, what do
0: you do with an old stove, though?
1: I, you know, I, I have a secondhand dryer that i bought from a secondhand dryer store sure because that, that's the kind of guy i am yeah um and and uh, i love it I, I paid like half of what i was going to pay if i went down over to the best Buy or the sears outlet store mm-hmm. and uh it, it works perfectly fine and I, I think if or sarah could donate it donate it donate it sarah donate your stove and then uh somebody can use it somebody can give it some love and, and it will go, and it will go to a happy place it. and it's a win for everybody sarah yeah. but I, I understand it i uh Every every I don't when you your first car do you ever want to look up and see where your first
0: car went? Kind of yeah, and my second car as well. So I had those two cars for a while. Yeah, uh, I, especially the Amigo. I had an Isuzu Amigo that I traded for guitar lessons.
1: Wow, of always you been did. curious about where that went. <laughs> I feel like you should change a uh, trade Amigo for guitar lessons. That's
0: all you can do with it. Do you it's play not guitar? Worth
1: anything? No, not anymore. Okay, <laughs> so you got ripped off. That? No, ha- not at all. That, I think that, I got
0: some really good lessons. I think this is the that, other guy who that, got ripped off.
1: That and hair, hair uh, laser thing. You, you I it. should have <laughs> traded it for laser hair <laughs> so removal. Second, right. um, Sarah. I, I say I totally understand. Like every now and then i wanted to find my old car or find a, a duplicate of my old car but i don't think they make 1979 dots and three tens anymore or they're hard to find but i get it i say donate it and then don't look back you be the best gas stove girl you can be you be gassy sure sure come uh, on sarah if you want to email us email us over at scotch good conversation at gmail.com and thank you to the nook for sponsoring us uh this is a third commercial right there. Orlando Meats. Follow them on Facebook. Follow them on Instagram. Take a look at the food that's going into the butcher and take a look at the food that's coming out of the kitchen and you will want to visit them and then go there and check them out for yourself. Have some of the food. Look at the display in the butcher shop. Talk to the butcher. Talk to the owner. Talk to the chefs. They are friendly and they care about what they do and they want you to be a customer. Orlando Meats is located on Virginia Drive at 728 Virginia Drive and they're open six days a week. Check them out for breakfast, check them out for lunch and bring something home from the butcher and you will be a customer for life. Tell them you heard about them on Scotch and Good Conversation. And your third question, please.
0: Yeah, so I went to, I'm not going to tell you which one it is unless you need an example of one, but there's all these amazing new places from the Nook to a lot of your sponsors in Orlando in terms of great restaurants, they, mm-hmm. they make wonderful things. But there's also all these old favorites and one of them that I have is well past its prime. <laughs> so they started out, they added locations and now they're back down to one. And I will still go there religiously. But do you have a favorite kind of past its prime restaurant
1: here in Orlando that
0: you would go back to, or you still go back to every time?
1: Well, I, I'm going to admit. I mean, this isn't—it's past its prime because it's a huge chain. I'm not a big chain guy. But you can say I'm drinking an iced tea, and it's actually not even from that chain. It's from a separate chain that I went to later on in the day. But I go to Dunkin' Donuts every morning and, yeah. and go through the drive-through because I walk Rosie in the morning. And I need caffeine. Oh, i said that really fast and uh because <laughs> you had a lot of caffeine because i'm on my third gigantic bucket of iced tea and, and i i've gone to the point where i won't leave the drive-through until i check to see if it's unsweet tea because about 75 percent no i wouldn't say i seriously about 45 percent of the time i i get sweet tea even though i've asked specifically may i please have a large unsweet iced tea and i'll, I'll put the straw on it it'll be sweet tea and I realize they're a huge chain, and I, but but it's also inexpensive, and I don't have to get on my car to get it. Uh, so I should stop doing that. But you're talking about like local past More local past, yeah. Um,
0: so okay. I'll give you my example. I, I don't, so maybe
1: local all. No,
0: no, no. Yeah. And this will and this will help because I still I, I still think they have yeah. the best salsa bar in town. Okay. I love everything where okay. they add steak to it.
1: Baja Burrito Kitchen. I think I think I am on 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 that with you.
0: I, I love that place and it's just it's they they opened up like four or five locations and now they're back down to the original one over on Colonial, uh right by the Barnes and Noble there.
1: And I will still go there. I, I could go there three, four times a week. Good for I, you. I love their food. Well, I, I just read, and there's been, and I, this, it's past its prime because I don't think anybody's using it as much as they probably used to, but I'm still going to be sad to see it go uh, because it's just so funky and quintessentially, is that a word? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Orlando the or, colonial lanes apparently is officially leaving at the end of this week sometime
0: yeah they're going to renovate right
1: no I, I, I the article i read this afternoon was they they're just stopping and i i think i read storage like they're going to flatten it out and storage uh, and that just, it just breaks my heart. Yeah. But it's not like I bowl. No, <laughs> no, but it's nice
0: knowing that it's there.
1: <laughs> yeah, and and the bar is just so funky. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm assuming you've been to the bar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, the, if you haven't been to the Colonial Lanes bar in Oh, you better go soon. You better go soon and by the time this comes out, it's it's probably going to be a lot, like literally an empty lot. Um but the bar the bartenders are like say step down so they're at eye level with you you're at on these like cool 1970s chairs instead of a bar stool and the, uh, the bartenders are looking you right in the eye and i love that and they just kind of have this crappy attitude and they're sort of just mean girls and i love that and the jukebox is full of nothing but just horrible music and it's a bowling alley bar and there's something wonderful about so a bowling the bowling alley. and then
0: yeah background you can always go get a hot dog
1: for uh, three and the, bucks the burgers were really good too yeah. the burgers at that place rolled and i um it makes me sad that bowling alleys aren't a thing. And again, I don't even really like bowling alleys. I, that's an example that I, I don't want it to go away, but I think maybe it is past its prime. i I, I don't even know that de- I'm sure they do leagues. I don't I don't know. I feel yeah, I
0: would like, imagine that's the only thing that was keeping it open the last couple of years. They used it's to not do that popular for
1: years they did rock star bowling. yeah, I don't know if you ever took part in that. It was debauchery. it was it was it was every other Sunday night for I think about three or four months. And it would start at ten o'clock on Sundays, maybe nine thirty. And Good you'd Lord. you'd bowl three games. It was all like a bar and restaurant industry, mm-hmm. and it, it just was just they they uh. They gave out a prize at the end of the season for the most shots, as in the most shots you got from the bar. Holy! It was fuck. complete stupid. It was nothing but bad decision making. Great. It, Ubu Ubu wasn't around back like then. I mean, and finally I was like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, I can't, I'm going to die. I can't do a third. Someone is going to end up dying. And yeah. I'm, it was just complete stupidity. It was just so much fun, and I was way. I mean, I was. What am I fifty? So I was probably forty five or forty four at this point, point. and you shouldn't be drinking to that kind of like that kind of drinking on a Sunday night at forty four years old. So finally, I, I was like, I, I'm not doing a third season of this. It's <laughs> that's not going to happen. This is bad for me. It's bad, bad, bad. So to answer your question, I think Colonial Lanes. I, there's a couple restaurants in town that that I go to, and I don't want to shit on them because they're they're good, but they're not to me. They're not great, but I love mm-hmm. them because. For whatever reason, just the history of it. They're part the, of Orlando. Yeah. Uh, but I'll go to them because they're part of Orlando. And it's more of a, a uh, just a thing. Like, you, I enjoy the experience, maybe not the food. Uh, right. Where am I? Question number seven for you. i are we'll getting near the end. We're almost done. Uh, would it help the economy if money expired and did not earn interest after a time? Hmm. If it went bad, if
0: they, if money had an expiration date, like a coupon. Yeah, yeah. So you'd have to go out and spend it somehow. I think so. Y- yes, short term, no long term. I think so, yeah. That, that's kind so of the way I looked at it. It'll help a little bit, like right now, like, oh, I've got to spend this because it's going to go bad on yeah, yeah, yeah. May 31st. But yeah. in the long term... You're just buying more junk.
1: Yeah, I guess. And right, it, like you're
0: not investing in things, you're not building things, there's no research and development, you're just, I gotta go to the corner store and get
1: the you, hair products that you, I need. You'd be more impulsive and just buying garbage. Yeah. yeah, especially if you have a little extra scratch left over, it's not like you can throw it in a, in a piggy yeah. bank and... Get something at the end of the year, and I also then again the research monkeys gave this to me, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And, and then they they explained, and they, they cowered back because they knew right. I hit them, and then they they were like, "Look, boss, it, it's this is a good question," and I rethought it, but I didn't really think about like it, the difference between if if someone's poor and rich, it'd be really easy if you're rich to do that. If you just had a, a constant influx of cash, right. you just go out and spend out, yeah. it. Yeah, but if you're poor, you'd really have to think about what you were and, doing yeah. which i don't know if that's a good a bad idea or a bad idea but i think it would make it more complicated i don't know yeah yeah, yeah. well
0: at this point why not just throw some other variables into the mix cuz it couldn't get any worse yeah yeah okay <laughs> 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 we're gonna make um expiring money sure uh it's going to not only expire but self-destruct gonna we're ex- gonna go explode. mission impossible it's on this exploding stuff. money
1: yeah, yeah yeah if you have it for too long it'll blow up right. in your pocket yeah. Ooh, you don't want that to happen uh better but, spend it uh, it's, it's, uh, eighth question that's the last one who do you know that i don't know who uh brings something to our little town or the universe if you know bono and he can come in, I would, I, or Paul Westerberg. That's always another one I throw out there. If you happen to Bono. Bono or Paul Westerberg, yeah. I, I don't. No, either one of those gentlemen. Okay, but so then someone else on on the same level as Bono or Paul Westerberg. Uh, ooh. Yeah, or, uh, or just the local cat. That, yeah, that's, that's let cool me too. go
0: with local. So I miss I mentioned Kristen Minieri earlier. She would be great, I think, a person to talk to. Remind and me what she does? She does uh, Orlando date night. So one of the oh, yeah, things yeah, yeah. she does, yeah. or the Orlando date night guide, and one of the things she does, I think she's doing another one right now, is uh, they do these quarterly is the do good date night. So people pay to go to on a date to like Second Harvest Food Bank. Oh, that's great. And help out there. And it always sells out. It's always a really good experience from what I hear. Um, So that's a really good thing that she does. And just, you know, she's it's not just a matter of her creating content and doing stuff to to try to create a website that people go to. Yeah, She really cares about people connecting. Yep, and Orlando. Couples connecting, and Orlando, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. And so she's really good. Uh, The other two that I would mention is Amanda and Emily. I don't know if you've heard of them. They have a podcast. They're just about to hit 100 episodes. I think they were on your show, right? Yeah, they are funny on girls. a couple times. What's, Really, really funny. What's Amanda, the name of their podcast? Amanda and Emily, we have a podcast. <laughs> okay. And they are the quintessential. <laughs> I've always been a fan of improv performers, especially. Zach I was going to say they're, they're theater people. Uh, they're so incredible. Yeah, like, yeah. Just to sit I don't across if I can keep from keep up them. with them. I
1: can't. Yeah, and it was so much fun. Sounds so exhausting. that's something to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I listened to that one. And they made me giggle a bit. That's something to uh, to think about. There, if you would there. reach out to those people and let me know if if they're receptive to, of to, to coming on the little show here. Remind the kids who you are and what you do and how they can hear you and and get uh, brand knuckles.
0: Yes, thank you so much, sure. uh, Nick. Chirp, good to you. Uh, I have all sorts of bad business ideas, and some of them you can see on to a certain degree.com that's t-o-a certain degree.com you can check out the site there you can listen to all of the episodes or most of the episodes that i've had in the past including the one with uh, peter here and you can get a little more insight into his psyche if you so choose because sometimes (laughs) that's a that's a dark and uh stormy (laughs) night scary place (laughs) yeah (laughs) but uh yeah the uh, the idea is not uh, too dissimilar to scotch and good conversations to talk to people interview them But then I also have a couple of segments that I do. I do a pop quiz, I do bad business ideas, and then Really, a lot of it is getting to know people and what their motivation are because or is uh, because I think that's always interesting. You can always learn something from somebody and having those conversations.
1: It's a lot of fun. You got yeah. you got a good product, man. Thanks. Yeah, I, I do listen. And it was, it was an honor to come down to the basement. And I'm glad I woke up through a, a little bit of it. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Uh, there will be links in the show notes. I want to remind you that this episode and every episode, the, the haunting theme of Scotch and Good Conversation was written by my buddy CJ Mask. Uh, he's in Nashville, and if you need a guitarist or someone to do music with, get it, CJ. Uh, also want to remind you that this, comp- this episode is brought to you by Coppice Box Whiskey, the best scotch. They are, they're available pretty much anywhere decent. Liquor is available, and if, if it's not in that store, ask. They'll get it because it's worth it. Red Light, Red Light Beer Parlor, the best damn beer bar in the world. 300 plus bottles and cans, 26 beers on tap, and they brew award-winning beer they're great they're located in my neighborhood at 2810 kareen drive right up the street from them is la femme du fromage they are orlando's cheese shop they're in the east end market at 3210 kareen drive get some cheese orlando meats my god the burger oh, <laughs> my god the burger! so good and a butcher they they're getting local stuff local meats and like from 100 miles from where that place is so you're getting the freshest meet happy happy animals that are turned into meat <laughs> which which if you're not a vegetarian is a really great thing check them out they're over on virginia at 728 virginia drive right next to santiago's bordega that's fun to say little indies craft cocktails in a very very cool section of town 1036 mills avenue right next to will's pub you know where it is and our new sponsor they sponsor our emails i got a lot of sponsors now the nook and they are local as hell they're in the milk District. milk Uh, at uh, 2432 East Robinson and we've got buttons and our button guy goes by the name of your button guy and the only way to get a hold of him is on Instagram just search your button guy he's inexpensive he's professional He's a very nice guy offering a quality product. And if you need buttons for like your band or your podcast or your business, get at him. Tell all of them that I told you from Scotch A Good Conversation that uh, you should use their products. If you dig the podcast, subscribe, leave me a review, rate me. Uh, Give us a call 407-706-9523 and tell a friend, Nick, I love you. We are friends now. If we weren't friends before. as well. Say goodbye to the kids. Goodbye, everyone. And I got to pull up a thing here, so I'm going to talk a little bit. Hey, kids, uh, you know, hey, go outside and play. There's somebody in your life that, that you're fond of. Tell them you love them. Be nice to them. Take care of each other. Love each other. Hug each other. Have fun. Peace. Bye bye. <laughs>
0: Production